Welcome to the Fiscal Physical Podcast. Join us each week as we sit down with the founder of Alchemy Wealth Management and author of Your Fiscal Physical, Ryan Nelson. Tune in to gain valuable insights and practical tips as we simplify complex financial concepts into digestible lessons. From budgeting to retirement planning, this podcast is your go-to resource for mastering financial literacy. Welcome to this week's episode of your Fiscal Physical Podcast. I am Aaron Hoisington, and I am joined with uh, Ryan Nelson, the founder of Alchemy Wealth Management and a popular selling author of the book, Your Fiscal Physical, Seven Keys to Becoming Financially Fit. Find that on Amazon. And uh, we are here to bring you another uh, uh, financial topic this week. Uh, Ryan, how you doing? Good, good, good. Yeah, excited to be here. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I feel I'm um, uh, after last week's episode on on what is a stock. I'm feeling more knowledgeable and ready to dive into this uh, this next topic that kind of ties into stocks overall. And so we're gonna we're gonna speak about uh, uh what what's a dividend? You, people, you that's words thrown around. Oh, I, this stock pays dividends. This doesn't pay dividends. Or I collected dividends this quarter. And so we're gonna give the listeners a little bit of a behind the scenes look at what that is. So I'm yeah. hoping you can uh, um, you know share some insight there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, stock dividend. So you hear, like you said, you hear that term a lot. What is it? And so, if I'll, I'll reference back to last uh, last week's episode. So that's episode two on stocks. And one of the things I mentioned is you become when you buy a stock, you become a part owner effectively of the company. So the example we used last last week was Apple Computer. So for consistency, let's just continue to use that example. So if you buy um, uh, some shares of Apple computers, you're now an owner of the company. And last week we mentioned how how the the valuation of that company can either decrease or increase over time. And so again, one of the ways you make money on stocks is you, you buy it, you hope 10 years later, the company is you know, bigger and more successful, and then maybe you can sell it for more money at that point, right? And so that'd be the value of the stock appreciating. So that's one way you make money. A second way you can make money that we didn't touch on much last week is that of a stock dividend. And so the way that a dividend works, the way the way I like to explain a dividend is when you become the owner of the company. So again, let's say Apple Computers. At the end of the year, if Apple Computers is doing things the right way, which they seem to be doing, they tend to have excess revenue at the end of each year. And so they have to decide, what do we do with this excess revenue? And there's two main things they can do with this excess revenue. So they can either reinvest it back into themselves and maybe come out with the next, I don't know, you know, iPhone or sure. laptop or you know, eyeglasses, right? <laughs> Whatever it is they're, they're working up on behind the scenes, right? Um, so that's, that's one thing. Um, the other thing though they could do is, is share that excess revenue with the owners of the company. And guess what? When you own, when you own those shares, you are now an owner of the company. And so when people refer to dividends, they're talking about that excess revenue being shared with them, the owner of the company. And so typically this excess revenue, if they decide to, to divvy it out to all the owners in the form of a dividend, um, it'll be representative of how many shares of the company, um, you own, but that, that in, in, in a very I guess a basic sense of the word dividend. That is what a dividend is, and how it gets paid, um, and how it gets paid out to owners. And is that normally? Obviously, it probably probably varies per company. Is that normally paid out quarterly, or is it? Yeah, it, most most typically it's paid out quarterly. Although um, there there are some exception <clears throat> exceptions to that, but typically is quarterly. And when when you're making the decision, because 
to, to buy a stock or invest in a company overall, um, is it beneficial to look if they pay dividends? Does, should that be uh, like kind of a driving force behind it? In your opinion, obviously, because sure. once again, this is a podcast where it's don't don't take this as financial advice. It's just two guys talking here and uh, sharing some knowledge about what this topic is and what a stock dividend is. So in, in your in your opinion, how, how does that factor into your decision to buy or invest in a company? Yeah, to, to your point, um, whether or not you should or shouldn't buy a stock based on dividend uh, is probably highly dependent on that person's mm-hmm. personal situation. Um, I, I think in a future episode, maybe we can touch on the tax implications of dividends versus sure. the the appreciation of stocks and stuff. Um, but for purpose, for today's conversation, let's keep it pretty high level. Um, and again, let's let's go back to that Apple computers example. So, so if you were um, if we think about Apple computers, um, a lot of people have made a lot of money investing in Apple computers. And if you bought some shares of Apple computers, let's say in the 70s, and you held it until today, you would have done very, very, very well for yourself. Um, the thing is, back in the 70s, Apple computers did not pay a dividend, right? right? So would you say that that company would have been a bad investment because it didn't pay a dividend? I wouldn't. I think a lot of people made a ton of money, yeah. right? And so, so if you, again, if we go back to to something I mentioned earlier, the, the structure of how these dividends are paid. If you go back to Apple computers in the '70s, all that extra revenue at the end of each year, they were piling right back into themselves and focusing on growing the company. That's not a bad thing when you own shares of that company you're pretty okay with them putting a lot of revenue back into their themselves doing R&D whatever it needs mm-hmm. that they need to do to continue to grow the and scale the company right what, what's R&D uh research and development okay cool I just want to yep. make sure i was like oh no an acronym i don't know yeah yep. <laughs> yeah no perfect yeah. yeah um and so so you know them taking that excess revenue deciding not to pay a dividend and reinvest it back in themselves isn't necessarily good or bad. It's just the business decision they thought was best for the company at that time. Now we fast forward all the way to today. Apple Computers does pay a dividend today. Um, they, you know, so they they've had different periods of time where they've paid dividends. But so Apple Computers does pay a dividend today. So would you say that investing in Apple Computers today is better because they pay a dividend? Worse because they pay a dividend? It's hard to say. And and I would say it's it's kind of the wrong way of thinking about it. At the end of the day, Apple Computers is just in a different place. They probably have more excess revenue. They're still putting some money back into scaling themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've now determined that it's in their best interest to also share some of that with. Um, um, with the owners in the form of a dividend. So I would say that that whether a stock pays a dividend or not is typically almost independent of whether or not that it, that particular company is a good investment or not. There's probably plenty, I'm sure you could find plenty of good examples of companies out there that pay high dividends that would be a bad investment. You could find plenty of companies out there who pay high dividends that would be a good investment. I think you could p- find plenty of examples of companies out there that pay no dividend that are a good investment and plenty of companies out there that pay no dividend that would be a bad investment, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the, the, the fact, um, whether or not a company pays a dividend or not is probably uh, irrespective of whether or not it's a good or a bad investment. Excellent. No, that, that's great to kind of just get an idea on specifically what a dividend is, how it's paid, to take it into consideration or not. And it's just, it's something that kind of gets thrown around like, oh, this, pl- this place pays X amount of dividends. You're like, oh, great. Like, right. what do I do with that money? Or how does that, and like I said, we can get into another episode later about how the taxes work because yeah. I think taxes are, a, once again, a huge enigma that most people don't think of mm-hmm. when they 
talk about selling or selling stocks or just your financial right. future in general. Um, and so we'll, we'll definitely talk about taxes in the future for sure. And one other point I, I, I would bring up is, is oftentimes what you're most worried about is what we'd refer to as total returns. Mm-hmm. Your total returns is going to be the returns of both the appreciation of the stock plus the dividend being paid. So you could have one stock that pays nothing in dividend, but has huge appreciation. So it would have a very big total return, right? Or you could have a, a stock that pays a, a really big dividend, but has little appreciation, and it may also have a big total return, right? So you always want to think, I, you know, I, I recommend thinking in terms of total return. So um, the appreciation plus the dividend, and what percentage of that is coming from dividend, I think is oftentimes less important. There's a few strategies, again, especially with taxes, where this may come into more of a play, you know, more play. Um, but largely, I think it's more important to focus on just total returns um, when it comes to comparing investments. Excellent. And so I hope the hope the listeners kind of have a um, an idea on what a dividend is now. Put that one in your back pocket as far as the uh, the knowledge you might have gained here. And uh, uh, let's get into uh, some personal stuff here. And now to put the personal in personal finance. All right, Ryan. I got to tell you this story here. So my my experience with dividends. And uh, once again, when I first started investing, March of twenty twenty. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let me buy some stock and things. I was bought some some in some gambling companies, bought some in some food sure, beverage sure. companies or whatever. And uh, one of the ones that I bought, I bought a share of Chevron. Okay, I was like, oh, well, I don't think Chevron's going under. Like I see the you know, sure. gas, and you know, it's going to happen. There's going to be that's that is a thing that I don't think is going to fail. And uh, so I, I owned it for three, four months, something like that. And then I noticed in my account that I had gotten some money from it. Yeah. I was like, whoa, what is this? And I, I looked and I did some research and it was a dividend. Okay. And I was like, oh my gosh, like how do I get this? Like and I found out that they pay them out quarterly. Yep. And I was as long as the company does well, I get a portion of those proceeds, if you will. And I was like, man, this is great. Like if I just buy all of Chevron and then I'm just going to continue to stack these dividends. And I, I was like, I found a loophole in the system. Right, right. I figured it out. Like, I, I can I can just do this and retire. <laughs> and then I, I sat down and actually did the math of how, how many shares of Chevron I'd have to own. And then the dividends that would be paid on it. And I was like, well, I, I, I can't do that. Like, <laughs> like, and it's not, like, specifically guaranteed to pay out every right, time, too. Right. So I was I was really excited for a while that I had found my retirement plan. And then I was like, well, no, I should probably just go meet with Ryan and do a safer (laughs) plan overall. (laughs) That's funny. Well, and some people do base their retirement plan around dividend paying stocks. And there are, you know, there's something to be said about some of those strategies. Um, yeah, but that's a that's a funny story. Um, I and again though, I I think what's so important there is is sometimes people think that like dividends are free money or like it's guaranteed yeah. money. And to your point, dividends can get cut, right? Mm-hmm. So they can either go to zero or get decreased. Um, dividends can also go up. Some companies increase their dividends. Some companies decrease their dividend. Um, but you know, going back to earlier in this conversation, we mentioned total returns. So what's interesting is it's it's theoretically possible that during that period that you own Chevron, Chevron could have depreciated over, you know, if you only owned it for say six months, mm-hmm. Chevron could have decreased in value over those six months. Yes, paid a dividend, 
but the depreciation they had was larger than the dividend and it would be possible that your total returns are still negative. And so it'd be a good example of, oh, I have this dividend paying stock. It feels like I'm getting free money, maybe a loophole in the system, right? (laughs) Um, Yet at the end of the day, when you sell the stock, you're you're still down, right? So your total returns were negative. Um, There's plenty of examples where you could have done the same thing, invest in maybe Chevron and have both appreciation, get positive returns and the dividend. Um, But I think it just, it it, uh, maybe emphasizes the point that we want to be more focused on total returns than just the dividends. So yeah, um, so that's I, a funny story though. Yeah, it was. I went back to the drawing board and I was like, all right, cool. Like how, I need to find the next loophole. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Know, where's the cl- next, right, close that one. Where's out the next on silver me. bullet. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, this has been great, Ryan, to kind of discuss what a dividend is here. Uh, you know, we appreciate all the listeners who are checking this out and uh, um, definitely uh, like we mentioned in previous episodes, uh, send us an email. Um, if you have questions, honestly, text us, email us, you know, however you want to get a hold of us, like let us know those questions at uh, uh, it's podcast at alchemywealth.com to email us, right? Yep, that's correct. Okay, excellent. And uh, uh, anything you want to leave the listeners with as far as this goes? Yeah, we definitely want to hear from you guys. So submit those questions and thanks for listening to us. And as always, stay the course. Thank you for joining us for the Fiscal Physical Podcast. Until next time, happy listening. And as always, stay the course. If you have a question or topic suggestions, please email us at podcast at alchemywealth.com. If you enjoyed today's discussion, subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. And consider leaving us a rating and review on your favorite platform. This helps other listeners like you find the show. For more resources, you can visit Alchemy Wealth Management's website at www.alchemywealth.com or find your fiscal physical the book on amazon we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that personal finance is just that personal please don't take anything we say as advice the preceding content is for informational and entertainment purposes only it's not an offer or a solicitation nor should it be construed or relied upon for tax legal or investment advice it doesn't consider your personal financial situation or objectives and may not be suitable for you